This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's spend a long time on the New York Times bestseller list, man. We're talking about the book of Boba Fett. You know, I think Oprah recommended that for a while, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I will tell you this. I've been looking forward to the book of Boba Fett for a long time. I am a fan of Boba Fett. I know I'm one, yeah, I'm one of those nerds out there who loves Boba Fett. Was I got to be honest, the, the Christmas special. Oh, yeah, really the Christmas special. Yeah, I used I loved Boba Fett from the Christmas special. I've been waiting for them to go back to that Boba Fett. Watch the first episode of the book of Boba Fett and I got to tell you, man, uh I thought we already kind of as much as I love Boba Fett and wants him to have his own show, I thought we kind of already did that. One safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of Eon's past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You know, I thought with the Mandalorian that that was supposed to be sort of our Boba Fett. You know, it wasn't the Boba Fett. I get it. But, you know, Boba Fett's history is so convoluted. I thought Disney was thinking, well, you know what? Let's let's start with a fresh Boba Fett alternative. Mm-hmm. You know, not not that we're trying to take away Boba Fett from anybody out there, but until we actually know we can get the character right, I thought the Mandalorian was kind of that thing. You know, all the all the great Boba Fett flavor without all the yeah. mess. You know, sure. <laughs> but I get it. These fans they don't want no Boba Fett substitute. You know, they want the real shit, man, and I got that. So they don't want Splenda. They want real sugar. Exactly. Ex- exactly, man. Yeah, you know, they don't want no substitute here. They want the real thing. And I get it. And I'm not trying to sit up here and say that Boba Fett could not make a, a, a good character. I think he'd make a great character. I just felt like watching Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, that we already kind of had our thing. You know, the Mandalorian was this, was what I thought Boba Fett was going to be. You know, the Mandalorian mm-hmm. is this, 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 uh, it's a space western. You know, he's this, yes. he's this space cowboy gun for hire, man. Going from episode to episode, you know, he's got a, bigger goal but in the middle he's got to go in and do these smaller things going from town to town taking bounties helping people saving the day taking out the bad guys you know it was that kind of thing that i thought boba fett would be perfect for and when the mandalorian came in and did i like well what do we have left left for boba fett right here um but you know instead of uh instead of bringing in boba fett and making him that i guess that wandering gun for hire that i'm talking about they did take a pretty cool premise here it did do something i thought has a lot of potential something that is even better than just doing a space western you know something a little bit more inspired uh what if we took boba fett and here's the twist have him take over and rule over the crime bosses that he actually used to work for 
In other words, Disney's doing something that we have not done yet already with Star Wars, at least not to this level. And that is, as I like to say, getting to that gangster shit. And I thought that that was a novel approach there. Did it work? Well, it's working for some people because it's getting a lot of good reviews out there. At least the first episode is. But did it work for us, Martin? Now, this I have no clue. You know, Martin, I did not get a chance to catch you watching this like you did Cobra Kai. And I get a chance to see you <laughs> enthralled by what you see before you right there. So, so I have no clue how you feel about this. But we're going to find out as we bring you our review of episode one of the book of Boba Fett. We'll be right back. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Java ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you? Taking what we want. If you had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. So, told you I love this premise, man, of Boba Fett coming in and being a crime lord, pretty much taking over for Jabba and taking his throne. And while taking I love over that, for the guy who took over when Jabba died. Oh, that's right, that's right. You know what? I'm gonna even find that clip right there because, uh, you know, uh, let me see here. Uh, you know, one one of the things that I like about that is like i said they haven't done that before and i thought that you know this we all hear we always hear about most icely being this really uh you know this this dangerous cutthroat place just ridden with crime and i thought now that's what i want to see i don't want to see the, you know I've, we've done the space cowboy thing the space western thing let's get really into the what they call the underbelly are the asshole of the galaxy uh, a hive of scum and villainy yeah and while i pull this up you know before i start bringing up anything martin since i did not see your reaction to this and you haven't said mm. anything what how you feeling about this uh this series so far uh i liked i really liked that it showed what happened to him after falling into the sarlacc pit um everything else i was kind of underwhelmed with Oh, really? Really? Okay, yeah, you know yeah. what? And that's a... That's very interesting, man. Because 
I kind of feel the same way. And the reason why I do is because, you know, at the end of, I believe, the Mandalorian season, was it season two? We have two yeah, seasons. Season yeah, two. at the end of yeah. season two, you know, the big stinger. And they put one of those Marvel stingers on there. The big stinger was Boba Fett coming in and taking over the whole drug, I mean, the whole crime scene on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. And we saw yeah. that when he came in and killed the guy that served under Jabba, who thought he was running shit at the right. moment. Hey man, it's cool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a cup. I thought you were dead. What kind of Malian teeth be? Now that was ruthless right there, and I thought, okay. So when we get into the show, I mean, that's just a that's just a teaser. That's just a taste. So when we get in the show, things gonna really start going off. But after watching the show, I think the show runs into a slight conflict with this whole theme of crime and being, <coughs> and, and being a crime lord or a crime boss. Because, you know, being a lead in a Disney show, since and when I'm talking about Boba Fett, since Boba Fett has to be the lead in a Disney show, he can't be just a regular crime lord. He has to be. A nice crime lord. A nice crime lord. Yeah. I'm 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 not gonna use torture or brutality. I, I'm gonna get them to respect and love me. With and nice words. Like, by yes. saying please and thank you. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. he's um I don't think that's that works here. And I'm looking world. at this it's, and I'm thinking, all right, you know what? Uh so you wanna rule by being nice, which means he kind of sucks at his job. You know, I'm not right. saying that he's I'm not saying he's terrible, but you know, he, I don't. I, I agree more with this his henchwoman, who's saying, you know, you got to step up. <laughs> I mean, you know, Jabba wouldn't have taken that shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, yeah. And like, well, we're not doing it Jabba's way. And, and, and you, even yeah. you know, you watch, you're like, yeah, but Jabba's way worked. Like, I get that you don't want to be as big of an asshole as he was, but you got to step that way somewhat. You can't just come bit. in and, and try to revolutionize the system your way. And expected to be successful. Yeah, yeah. Like his his arm girl, man, is always up uh, on the side of his helmet, whispering to him, man, you know what? You 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 kind of suck a little bit. You know, I don't, I really don't think that this is a, uh, I mean, you know, then it's just me. You being a so-called gangster crime lord, I, I, I think this is a mistake. Would you be loyal to me if I were to spare you? This is a bad idea. She's like, now nah, you know these motherfuckers gonna try to kill you the first moment they get. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I mean, sir, <laughs> respectfully. Yeah, no, no, no disrespect. Yeah, you know, it's it's not that I don't like that this character is being nice and trying to rule democratically, you know, and trying to use please and thank you. It's just, I, it's just that. We've already seen how bad this this 
this so-called area of the galaxy is. You know, we know how bad Tatooine is. We know how bad most Eisley is. And for somebody to come in and just all of a sudden decide, well, I'm just going to be cool with people. It just seems kind of out of place a little bit, out of nature it, for everything. Well, it's it's out of place. Well, it's one of those things where you go like, all right, well, I mean, it'd be cool if you could pull it off if you got the stones or the power to do it. Uh, and despite yeah. the advice from his second in command, Finnick, and and even other people in Mos Eisley, he's like, no, I'm I know Jabba stayed in the in, inside or had a bodyguards, but yeah. I'm just walk around with one person. And early on, he gets almost taken out by five ninjas. So I'm like, how are you going to run this thing if if that's all it takes to get rid of you? He's being so soft. Word got out on the street quick. Yeah. <laughs> like his his first down the job. Five dudes come out and try to kill him. He's like, shit, I didn't think that through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, 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 you know, that's what it is. It's so much of him not thinking things through. Yeah. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch it. Now, this character is supposed to be this badass assassin. This is why everybody is upset. They're like, man, why did you, you know, why is it taking so long for us to like really meet the potential of this character? Why is mm -hmm. George Lucas, why has he chosen to ignore this character for so long? You know, there's a, and, and they're trying to make this up a great backstory. I just think that for, this is what happens, and this is a problem with trying to go back and retcon something. This is what I was talking about because you know, they really forced this story into the prequels because all of a sudden, George Lucas, you know, years later, he's like, oh, you know, people really like this character. They're like, well, too fucking late, man. But they really try to put him in there. You know, but they really try to force him in, and it didn't really work for me there. You know, I know they do some stuff with him in... Uh, and Clone Wars, and I hear people, some people say, yeah, I love it. And some people's like, like, they say, you know what, it really doesn't make that much sense. You can still feel them trying to sell this character very hard because he's a fan favorite. Um, mm -hmm. But it's in this particular show where I feel like, and maybe I'm holding a lot against it because I'm thinking, well, this is the chance that you have to get it right. And I think if you're going to have this assassin that's known for being brutal and ruthless and kind of cold and getting the job done, he has that reputation. Well, you sure are trying to make him soft right here, man. And I think it's because, again, not because uh, it's only because Disney has a name on it. that He's on mm -hmm. Disney Plus and they can't make him go as hard as maybe if it had been done at 20th Century Fox at another time, he would have been a much edgier character. You know, they make him so... They try to make him such a, a likable character now that he's in a lead role mm -hmm. that he, you know, and, and they've, they've shaved off the edges. They shaved off the edges. You know, people, and, and this is another thing. People, we love our dogs today. So they damn sure ain't going to let him kill a dog, even if it's a space dog at that. Like they had that moment where he's trying to kill him. And when uh, you think he's going to choke that fool out and then he puts him on the ground, he's like, shh, I didn't mean it. Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. You know, the Mandal the Mandalorian would have gutted that bitch. Yep. And then he would have ate him later. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so even the Mandalorian goes a little bit harder, I think, than Boba Fett, who, you know, is supposed to be the baddest dude in the galaxy, you know? Yeah, there's there's a this a protracted fight scenes where this is supposed to be brutal and yet they are purposely not showing in some places not even showing the death. But not not showing you any gore whatsoever, and yeah. it's not like I'm bloodthirsty. But I'm like, you know, you really need to sell this, and you're you're stopping short of it. 
Yeah. Uh, I like, I mean, the flashback scenes I like the most. Like I said, him escaping the Sarlacc pit and what happens to him after that. Yeah. But but the stuff with him in, in you know, quote unquote, present day. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it's just if I got to go through this slog with him trying to be the nice gangster and rule everything. I, I, I don't know if, if I'm going to do this because it's just not making a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, I think that. And I'll say this based on one episode because you can't judge everything by one episode. I think somewhere down the line, they actually do some things here where they're setting it up. Now, what they could be doing is they could be trying to just kind of keep things calm. They're trying to do a slow build and a good setup before everything starts really going off, before the shit starts going down. You know, we can already see that there's some conflict that's set up. They have a mayor. I forgot what he was the mayor of, you know, what area he was the mayor of, but he sent his assistant over. Oh, oh, that not that envoy from the mayor. That guy was great. Oh no, that guy's awesome. He had, he's actually on Veep, and got the Is actor's name. Veep? But he comes in, and they're doing it now. This is why I like this. Now they're doing some real Godfather kind of gangster stuff right here, yeah. where people come in, and they make those those, those nice veiled threats. You mm. know, it's like because <laughs> he comes in, he tells them he's like, hey, you know what? Um, because they Boba Fett is looking for people to. Uh, bring him, uh, you know, to show their respect, bring him offerings. Tribute. Yeah, tribute in the form of gifts. And the mayor's uh, assistant comes in and says, I don't know who the fuck told you that. You're supposed to be giving me something. You're supposed to be paying a tax right now. <laughs> and they're like, well, the hell with that. And you know what? You're lucky that we'll let you leave with your life. And you go and tell the mayor to kiss our ass. And he's like, okay, that's cool. Sorry. Didn't mean to cause any disrespect. Oh, and by the way, the mayor might not like this. I would not be surprised if you receive another delegation in the near future. All I'm saying. <laughs> that guy. Okay, now I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was fantastic. <laughs> I'm just saying, with all due respect, you might have fucked up. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> This could be your last day alive, but yeah. hey. I mean, you know, I'll go I'll go back and tell him what you said. I wouldn't have done this shit this way, but, <laughs> but hey. it's cool. Hey, it's your first day. Cool. Whatever. See your ass later. <laughs> or not. Um But let's see here, man. You know, this is uh this is something where I could see this is setting up potential violent conflict later on this is something that's setting up just like a lot of gangster movies do you know everything is kind of cool where people (laughs) are trying to act civil but when you're dealing with criminals it never goes civil you know i can see this going off real bad later on you know with and with many of the other criminals that boba fett has to potentially deal with so this is this could be something where you know we're going to see this go down pretty hard later on down the line uh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. I just don't see how he's going to run this place with, with such a small crew. Well, that's another thing. I, I think that might be a, something that we're not seeing, too, where he is trying his best to be cool. Because what Disney wants to do is I think they want to make him violent, but he just can't come in there as a lead Disney character going off on people. What they're going to have to do is they're going to have to show him trying to be civil, trying to rule with 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 kindness and respect and these people who are criminals they're just not gonna get it and this is where you this is then where you're gonna get boba fett looking at the camera saying all right motherfuckers i tried to be nice and now (laughs) disney (laughs) 
can I go off now? Okay. And then that's where you're going to see he's justified in all the killing and violence that he has. All right. I, I hope you're right. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I still think, though, as far as a Star Wars show, what I really enjoy about this is that I think that the, 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 the Disney Plus Star Wars shows, they're still doing leaps and bounds a much better job than the movies. You yes. know, this is something where I think they're able to tell their stories better than the movies because they get to tell them differently. You know, the first sure. 10 minutes of this of this episode didn't really have any dialogue. Um, you know, I might be exaggerating, you know, it might be like five minutes. I don't know. But I know they went a long time without any dialogue. Yeah. And, you know, I think that is cool because unlike these movies, which pander to our nothing but fan service for the, the you know, the moviegoers, uh, the series, it panders to. But it's not pandering heavy to the audience. There's no dialogue to, like, you know, explain to people what's happening. No heavy exposition. Uh, you know, with this, like Boba Fett, the movie opens up. Uh, sorry, the show opens up with him being captured by Tusken Raiders. And we're just kind of experiencing everything as he goes along with it. Uh, we're experiencing it the same way. You know, nothing's explained to us. We just have to go along with it and figure it out as we, as we go along. Sure. And, you know, I complained about seeing the same things over and over again in Star Wars. Uh, but this way of storytelling allows us to live in this world, which allows us to have a better experience instead of just, again, fan service of being told a story. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, we've been to Tatooine a hundred times already. And this is the first time that I'm actually feeling like I'm beginning to get to know the locals. You know, I'm beginning sure. to actually... <laughs> I'm beginning to see what everybody's culture is really like. Uh, I'm impressed at the way the job, the, the Jawas that we thought were scavengers. I'm impressed the way with every new show or never, every new movie even, we're beginning to find out that they're kind of a bunch of badasses, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get your hands off me. <laughs> I swear to God, I watch TV shows and people get hit in the head with butts of rifles more than they get shot by them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, how come you just didn't kill his ass? Unless they didn't want to waste the, the bullet on him or anything. Yes. Yeah, but I love the Tusken Raiders in this, man. The yeah, Tusken Raiders. And what is so cool about the way they chose to tell the story with no dialogue in the flashbacks? Because what we have here, people, you know, if you saw the episode, we have two ways of telling the story. You know, we have the narrative that we have today and then we have the flashbacks showing how he built some kind of connection with these Tusken Raiders here. Now, I hope every episode does not keep doing like the, you know, this this parallel way of storytelling where present day flashback, you know, that can get a little old. But um, mm -hmm. but I do love, again, the way they are telling the story in flashbacks without a lot of dialogue. Uh, and I really love this scene with the Tusken Raiders, you know, telling the story with no dialogue keeps the Tusken Raiders mysterious here. But you know, I'm learning more about them with every show. And one of the things that I'm learning, because we've always seen the adult Tusken Raiders around here, now we're finally seeing their kids. And their kids mm -hmm. are a bunch of assholes. Yeah. I love looking. That's, that's playtime for them. You know, that's like, that's hey, recess. Man, come get your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we'll get them. <laughs> When recess is done. <laughs> but these shows are good for exploring side characters 
better than any of the movies have been doing lately. You know, all these tertiary characters that were there just mm-hmm. to be nameless, almost faceless opposing forces. Yeah. Now yeah. these shows are giving them some culture. Now the show is giving right. them some some, you know, making them actual characters. And I think that's what the, you know Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett is carrying on that tradition right there. Well, uh, the, the, the thing yeah. is, watching mm-hmm. the you know book of Boba Fett and, and the Mandalorian, you can go back and watch those three original Star Wars movies, and you have, you know, they're 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 richer now. There's there's more yeah. to them. Yeah. No, I'm I'm actually, I'm 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 judging this on one episode, and I'm giving it time to reach its potential but right now sure. i got a lot of respect for what they're doing here and again a lot of it just has a way of telling your story differently again i'm going to keep harping on this that whole thing with no dialogue man that's a great way to actually go back and give some backstory of things that we've wondered for a long time with these characters what i have to do with cheesy narration now that whole thing with boba fett and the sarlacc pit which was you know that's a famous thing he got knocked into the sarlacc sarlacc pit and uh, return of the jedi you know now if we had if they had told this any other kind of way where we did have dialogue, you know, you probably would have had this real bad narration where Boba Fett is in a bar somewhere talking about, I would have died in that Sarlacc pit if it weren't for yeah. my Boba Fett armor and my flamethrower and people. You know, and that just sounds stupid, you know, <laughs> but showing it instead of just telling all of it. I thought that was a really, really cool uh like just what's that? What what a harrowing experience it was. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to actually kind of live it through him, and now and you know without having any dialogue there, it didn't take you out of it. You actually lived it with him. You know, I think he actually killed that Sarlacc, man. I think that's the yeah. whole story. Yeah, that was, that's, and I love the way they left that open. You know, they, maybe we'll get another scene one day where we see him, like, fighting the Sarlacc while he's still in it. But that was kind of cool. I really did like that, man. I like the way that they're floating in between the two timelines. Like I said, I just hope they don't keep doing it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm enjoying what they're doing because I uh, with Tatooine because I love the dirt. I love the grit. I love the, again, the that dirty western feeling of everything but mm. i'm just wondering is they going to get to a point where we you know kind of getting tired of tatooine because we spent yeah, a we lot get, of can time we go somewhere else <laughs> yeah we spent a lot of time on tatooine you know we've done it with the mandalorian now we're doing it with boba fett and don't forget people we also have obi-wan the series obi-wan kenobi coming up man which i think we're going to be spending more time on tatooine so oh that's right that is where he ends up living isn't it that's where he yeah so we gotta go there Damn it, <laughs> man! We, we got the worst travel agent. Yeah, man. <laughs> we yeah, can we can we we gotta go just for a little while, you know, maybe for just a day. Can we go somewhere else? You know, fortunately with the Mandalorian, he traveled all around. You know, we but of course everything's yeah. always gonna come back to to uh, Tatooine. So I hope we just don't get too tired of Tatooine. I really like what they're doing with it. If we can continue to explore that and make it feel cool, fine. Uh, you know, as far as the actors go, man. Uh, the guy that plays uh, Boba Fett, I like a lot. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tamura Morrison, man. I like him. I like him as Boba Fett. I think that's great casting. Uh, but I still think that the character is getting by on fandom. On, on reputation uh, yeah no on yeah. fandom i yeah, think fandom. yeah 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 that's that's the thing because i'm not a part of that fandom 
So me just watching it cold as is, I was like, I mean, I guess his character is okay, but he hasn't done anything to really like set, like impress me to to make me endeared to him. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I I think that uh, I think we're cheering on a helmet more than we're actually cheering <laughs> yeah. on a, a, a character <laughs> at this point. You know, something I'm, and and it's something that uh, I'm hoping the the series achieves that we start to actually build Boba Fett as a character. Mm-hmm. You know that like, again, we got a lot more episodes after this, so I'm hoping that we can go somewhere with this character because I don't really feel like with the first episode, you know, we're getting some good flashback. We're getting some good scenes with him building relationships with some of the Tuscan Raiders and whatnot, but I don't, I, you know, I don't feel like we've actually have a character, a full character right, right now. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. You know, and I think that, uh, and I think that the, the, his, uh, his hint, his hench woman over here, uh, Fennec Shand, who's played yeah. by Ming Na Wen. I like mm-hmm. the re- relationship between her and Boba Fett. Be interesting. If they actually come at odds at some point, because she keeps telling him, look, I don't like the way you're running things. And he doesn't listen to her. And she starts thinking, well, you know, maybe I can do this job better. You know, I, right. now I'm putting in there, I'm projecting what I want. If it doesn't go that way, that's fine. But I do right now like where, the, where their relationship is, if, whether they build it, where they oppose each other, or they even work together more. Uh, I like to see where that goes. Well, it seems like she has his back no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The episode looks great. All these look great. Mm-hmm. You know, I I keep talking about Tatooine, man. You know, and I, I am getting a little tired of Tatooine. I feel like now every time I watch one of these shows, I got to pull sand out of my ass or something, man. You know, <laughs> but I will say that whenever they go, it looks great. So, and, and this show is no exception. Uh, you know, this one, this episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, man. Yeah, and written by John Favreau. Yeah, and I think that uh, this particular episode is one of the best directed things that Robert Rodriguez has done, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, yeah, you if know. I didn't see name, his name in the credits, I wouldn't know it was him. No. Say, actually, the only thing that made me think it was him, he has, he always has one shot. And I wish I had it. He always has one shot where he's done this in, with, in The Mandalorian with Boba Fett. He has this one mm-hmm. shot where the character will throw somebody on the ground in slow motion and then they'll pick up a stick in, in slow motion like while the camera's right up on him. And that shot always says, that's Robert Rodriguez right there, man. That's, <laughs> that's why I thought, okay, you know what, he did this. But this is a great looking episode. And I thought the action was directed uh was directed well too. I, I like how it's choreographed and filmed, but it's also very slow. The actual uh, acting of it, the the fighting. I was just like, this this fighting's really slow. I wish you yeah. could speed it up so it felt more fierce. Yeah, I well, I, you know what? I didn't mind some of the things that he did. I love the, I love that chase on the rooftops after they got attacked, and I thought yeah. some of it was pretty clever too. They had that one dude who thought he was really going. He thought he was going. He thought he was doing something. He really thought he was going to sneak away. Yeah, because if you, <laughs> I really love this scene because they're like, "Yeah, this bitch ain't gonna catch me up here." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I won't, but this bullet will. You know that I thought that that was really cool. Only thing that pulled me out of this world and the way it was directed and the way they threw me in it. It's like, come on, man. I'm throwing stuff in there that we recognize. You know, they had, there's one scene and this probably doesn't bother a lot of people, but it kind of pulled me out of it a little bit. They had those Google dogs, you know, those, those dogs, those, those dogs that the, the robot dogs that Google makes that one day are going to like kill us all. 
Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, episode? yeah, yeah. Okay, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'm not being carried around the streets like a useless noble. It is a sign of power. You know, like Google let them borrow that for a day, and I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> but that's that's technology we got here on Earth, man. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it didn't you know? It didn't bother me. I tell you what was funny. I'm about to end this, man. Uh, this is one of those things we're talking about where the Mandalorian's being too nice, man. Like when he tried to save that one dude, like that yeah. Greedo, man, that, Greedo. that guy. I was going to ask you how you felt about that guy. Man, fuck that dude, man. That snitch. <laughs> I know that snitch. Man, that snitch. That little snitch bitch. She was trying to help him. I mean, he's looking at the they mistreating his ass like everybody else. He's a slave like everybody else. <laughs> Because he he's trying to get a ass. yeah, trying to get a free meal. Because Boba Fett was like, "Do you want me to help you break free?" And he's like, "Hey, he's over here!" <laughs> Do you want me to cut your bones? This bitch is over here. Hey, he's free. He's free. Oh, man. Man, shut up! Shut! 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 shut. Ugh, stop it. I was so happy when that goddamn that 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 <laughs> that, that creature came out the sand and beat him. <laughs> he beat his ass. <laughs> he beat the life out of him. He beat him so bad you see the life go out of them long ass fingers. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you see them hands just. You can see the life drain out those hands, man. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, I was like, that's what you get. I was feeling sorry for him too, man. When I first saw him, I was like, oh, I hope Boba Fett helps him, man. Yeah. And that fool turned around, right, turned on his ass real quick, trying to trying to get a free meal. <laughs> he thought he that he could have just kept his mouth shut. Yeah. Act like he was still asleep. Yeah, he thought that telling on Boba Fett was gonna get him an extra piece of cornbread, man. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That son of a bitch. Yeah, I felt bad for him. I, mean, I felt I felt sorry for him. I said, you know what? Maybe they got something over him, man. Maybe they got his family or something. But no, when you found out he was just a, he was just a bitch. Yeah. He's like one of them runaway slaves that like to rat everybody out. I was like, mm -hmm. fuck you. Man, that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> them hands tried to hang on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nah, man. Overall, it's a problem with looking at one episode. I can, you know, you can just tell people what you like until you get into later episodes. Once the sure. story guard starts sure. going, because we don't even really have a full story to grasp on here. If you, if you, you know, that's another thing with this. Uh, we have no real strong forward-moving narrative yet to really yes. even talk about. Yes, it, it didn't end with enough of a cliffhanger to, to have that. Like, ooh, I can't wait to see what happens next week. It's like, well, I'll tune in because there's no other Marvel shows on right now. But yeah, I'm really eager to see where it goes. I mean, I'm and Jennifer Bill, man. Damn. Oh, I know. Jesus Christ. Damn. And I noticed that the conehead people or the the carrothead people, whatever they are, they're becoming like more popular now. They're becoming like one of the main popular species in the Star Wars yeah, universe. Yeah, they seem to be all about ple giving pleasure. Yeah, I'm all right with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Carrot heads. <laughs> Somebody said that's flash. <laughs> Somebody said that's flash dance. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Something I like the way Mob nineteen hundred just said, "Fine," <laughs> like that's hot. Yeah, man. Uh, overall, not enough to really even fully criticize this. I am eager to see where it's going. Uh, I think this this is more setup. So 
I think by the time we get to the second episode, nice setup we have here, but we only would have like six episodes to go through or maybe. Yeah, seven, I mean, considering eight. how this one is just only set up, I'm surprised they didn't send us at least the first two. Yeah, but, you know, they're really going to have to push things in that second episode, get things going, man. And I'm, I'm sure we will. So I'm looking to see what they do. You heard my wishes here. I hope that they just make Boba Fett not even a character that lives up to the hype that we've had of Boba Fett over the years, but that Boba Fett just becomes a character, man. Because right now, I don't even feel like I have something to root for with him. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. He, I, I feel like he made more of an impression from his guest appearances in The Mandalorian than he did in this first episode. But we'll mm. see. But excited. Excited. I mean, again, if I had to give this episode anything, a matinee, you know, if I really was forced to give a rating. But there's not enough to go by yet, man. It's one episode. No. We can't binge it. We'll see what happens next week. And then that's when I really kind of go in with a more concrete opinion about this. Exactly. Yeah. All right, people. 